Hey, look. How many actors does it take to screw in a light bulb? I don't know. One hundred. One to do it, and ninety-nine to say I could done that better. <laughs> this week on another digital citizen, we'll be talking about news from the week, top ten current TV shows, payback results a week late, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two, and Samurai Jack Episode Eight. This is another digital citizen. This is a podcast meant to encourage logic through stupidity and chaos. A podcast meant to incite discussion between friends, enemies, countries, and religions. This is a podcast for us. For the digital world. Welcome, citizen. Ladies and gentlemen, it's uh, Luke and Fro here. Hello, Luke. Hi, Fro. Hi, everybody. It's the boys' show uh, this week as well. Uh, Dilly is out relaxing her uh, body on a spa hotel. I saw some pictures of her. It did not look like it was a bad place to stay. <laughs> I will say that. Looked pretty good to me. Yes. She had a beard that was almost as big as her head. In her hand, so... <laughs> yeah, maybe it was... It, yeah, it at least was as tall as her head. I, it was a big, giant beer. Yeah. Could have been perspective, I suppose, it but it looked be. like a giant beer nonetheless. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, she's not here, of course. Uh, <laughs> but uh, she will probably be here uh, next week. But, uh, yeah, no, I don't feel sorry for her at all. Uh, later today, she's going to a WWE uh, thing. Um House show. House show, yes. Yeah. Hey, talking about... House Which are sometimes better than regular... Like, the problem with... Uh, I've realized with going to taped events, like TV events, is um, they're always going to have to cut the matches short and stuff. They can't play as much up to the crowd when they're wrestling because they have to adhere to a time limit where a house show... There's time... They still have a time limit, but uh, they can kind of work with the crowd a little bit better, so... Oh, nice. Uh, talking about something that wasn't uh, a house show, uh, go, let's go really fast uh, through payback results. Right, because we didn't do it last week. Uh, not because we didn't know the results of payback, but <laughs> we didn't know who won the bet. Because that's the most important thing to us. We yes. don't really, we don't right. really care who wins <laughs> win in WWE. <laughs> we, we want to win. We want. We, we want to know who wins on this show. <laughs> That's what, what we I don't have uh, we don't actually have who uh won uh each match but me and Fro know we got four each. So may I remember which ones I did. Fro may not. Do you remember which ones you got from? No. Okay. 
So we're going to have to kind of like wing this. But me and Fro tied. That's what we know at this point. But right. let's go through the matches real quick and we'll talk about them. Uh, Enzo and Cass defeated uh team formerly known as the club in the pre-show. I know I got that right. Yeah, I think you, I, I know I, you guys got that wrong. Yeah, I, I got that wrong. I, I I remember that. Right, you both picked them. Um, we picked the club. And I, I, I remember I went back. I, I picked the club as well and then went went different because you guys had also picked them. That's right. why. And that's actually what made us tie was that match. So interestingly Ooh. enough. Um, next, we had Braun Strowman defeating Roman Reigns, I guess. I just said Roman Reigns. I, I think I said Strowman, so yeah. I got that wrong. Uh, I guess we should do this in order. Kevin, uh, Chris Jericho defeated Kevin Owens, we United States Championship. Kevin Owens. <laughs> I remember that. We all said Kevin Owens. We were like, no way Jericho is going to win. That's stupid. <laughs> right. And, okay, I found my list. Here we go. Um, and then it ended up just being turned over two days later on SmackDown. Yep. So... They they kind of just did this to surprise you, yeah, or to you know to make have it be a surprising end of the match so they could just change it two days later. But um, Austin Aries defeated Neville. I I got this right, I believe. Yeah, me too. Uh, Hardy Boys defeated Se- Sheamus and Cesaro. I think I I got that uh, right. I th- I got that right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Alexa Bliss defeated Bailey. I got that wrong. Yeah, I, I got that right. I know that. And uh, let's see. Oh, Bray Wyatt defeated Randy Orton in the House of Horrors match. This is the thing we really wanted to talk about, oh, probably. Ooh. The House of Horrors match. Do we? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's, uh, you have to talk about the ridiculousness of this. Like, There was so much wrong with this whole concept. And I found... Some I heard a, a shoot interview somewhere, some podcast I was listening to with somebody saying how um, somebody in the back has been trying to get this kind of horror, uh, house of horror match thing through since like the late 80s. This has been an idea that they've been like mulling around and they finally got around to doing so. Right. But yeah, it was ridiculous. Uh, the house changing colors was probably the most ridiculous part for me. I don't understand what that was supposed to be. Like, <laughs> were you not expecting the house to light on fire and yes. burn Randy Orton alive? Yes. That's what should have been the end of the match, yeah. right? Yeah, well, definitely. Right. And I, I nonetheless, I, and uh, I think it was you that told me that they they found out where this house was. Was and it would take twenty five hours or something to drive from the house to the arena they were at. I don't think that was me. Okay. It might have been me. I I I knew that it was uh, <laughs> somebody found the house was listed on some uh, site for um, fixer upper houses. Right. And so uh, somebody found it online. I think it was like thirty six thousand dollars or something for the house. Yeah, you told me. Yeah. yeah. Um. And I guess the last match we didn't do yet was Seth Rollins Samoa Joe, and I got that wrong. Yeah, I believe I got that right. But yeah, me and you got four to four. I know that because Tilly told me. Yeah. Um, and that means we're gonna do 
a tiebreaker, I guess, right? Yeah. Let's do a random number generator. Uh, let's go, I'll say 1 to 23. How's that sound for us? Sure. Just a random kind of thing. Yep. Uh, pick 1 to 23, Fro. Uh, I will have 15, please. Alright. I guess I will go... Um... 10. It was exactly 15. Really? Yep. <laughs> that was lucky. There you go. Oh. Well... Uh, I I wanted to challenge you until I, because I think I've seen the worst movie this year, and I talked about it so many times. The Bye Bye Man. Uh, I think it's interesting that I love horror movies. So, I want to discuss the top five best horror movies. You know, and top the top five best, yes, and worst. Okay, so that is the top oh. top five best and worst horror movies. Yes, all right. <clears throat> we'll have to spread. We'll have, we'll have to figure out a place for that because we're doing a list of TV shows this week. Yeah, yeah, Obviously yeah. No, no, we're next not week, but doing we'll figure it out. Next next week we are doing Google uh, Google feud Google right. feud. Which we decided not to do this week because Tilly wasn't going to be here. Right. It'll be funner with Tilly, so, yep. So we did something, uh, uh, instead we will do our top uh, current TV shows. And uh, we will explain the rules around that because we made, we made some rules about that. But, uh, yeah. It's not really rules, it's just guidelines. Guidelines, yeah. okay, sorry. <laughs> I follow them. <laughs> that makes them rules. <laughs> I follow them. That's made, made them rules. That's why I said rules. But uh, let's talk a little about uh, Thrones. Viva la Thrones. Uh, which uh, should we do first? That Macron one. Might as well because it's uh, it's uh, you know it's all done now. But yeah. Um... McCraw wins. I think he had sixty-five percent to her thirty-five percent. Is what I remember. Yeah, and it's um, really good because uh, she got a lower numbers than a lot of people were fearing. It seemed like a lot of people thought she was going to win. Uh, oh, yeah. For some reason, I never thought she was going to win. I don't. Me neither. I don't know why people thought she was going to win, but there was kind of a sentiment out there after Donald Trump and after Brexit that it was just like this global thing that was going to take over but right. uh, I think it's I it, could tell it, I, when I think the centrist uh, the centrist uh, got nominated that he was going to win right. that just I could tell right there I mean the guy he's a you know he's alright I wouldn't say he's the greatest politician I would is, ever want to be my president but. he is extremely bland uh, he's also uh, been a banker right. before this, so yeah, and extremely bland. I, I think his wife is pretty. <laughs> that's that's my my input on everything. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> but before this all happened, I guess uh, interesting news of the week. There was the, uh, I guess it was hacked emails and documents from the Macron campaign came out. 
two days, I believe, before the actual election. Yeah. Or yes. three days, yes. something like that. Yes, like, to use that for um, all its money on its YouTube channel. Say that again? And guess who used that leak or all its money on its YouTube channel? I have no idea. I don't know what you're talking about. Our friend uh, uh, that always uh, we talk about, that is the conspiracy guy. The conspiracy guy. Yes. I don't know. There's a lot of those uh, <laughs> on YouTube. Stefan Molyneux. Stefan Molyneux. Yes. Okay. I didn't see any of his stuff this week. I saw it a lot all over YouTube, but it was giant news here, so there was pretty much everybody was covering it. But the whole thing was they put it, it was put out on Pastebin, I believe, two days before, which uh, France has this special rule where for 48 hours, uh, the press can't talk about the election at all. Yeah. To try to keep the vote more uh, even. To try to keep uh, the influence down from the media. That, which is kind of a good idea in a way. Oh, yeah, definitely. But that made interesting uh, French news. Because when when the the leaks came out, <laughs> French press couldn't, like, talk about it. So it was, kind of, it was kind of funny that everybody was talking about, like, how French press didn't say anything about it because of the rules. Right. It's, yeah. Which is weird because it's the internet. You don't think these people could find out about it on the internet, but whatever. It's not. It seems that's one silly thing. It's not like they shut down the internet oh, no, no. while this is happening. But um, they are not. So if people wanted to find out about it, they could. But yeah, I guess this people were comparing this to the hacking of the DNC and whatnot. So of course they did. Obviously. Well, only because we have the same colors in our flag. Or maybe that's not it. Uh, <coughs> oh my gosh. But tell me a little about Stephen Fry and why he's investigated by Irish police. Right. Did you see this at all? Uh, yeah. I didn't see this at all here in America, oh, obviously. No, no, but no. I thought this I, was I an saw interesting it when thing. You, when you put it online on the news. When I posted it up. Yeah. Uh, I guess blasphemy is a crime in Ireland, uh, which I was completely unaware of. Yeah. But I guess that's a thing. Under Ireland's Defamation Act of 2009, a person who publishes or utters blas- blasphemous material shall be guilty of an offense, is what it says. And it can lead up to a 25,000 euro fine. I don't know how much that is in... A lot. Uh, yeah, but in dollars to euros, I don't, I don't know. Um, I guess I, I've got the quote here that he said on TV that uh, got him. Oh no! Th- don't do it. Being investigated, we, we can be banned from going to Ireland. I'm so afraid. <laughs> right. I guess I don't think we can. I don't. I think that's only because he said it on Irish TV. Ah. So, okay. Yeah. So he said it in Ireland on Irish TV. He said. Okay, we're uh, safe. I'd say bone cancer and children. What's that about? How dare you create a world which there is such misery that's not our fault. It's not right. It's utterly, utterly evil. Why should I respect a capricious, mean-spirited, stupid God who creates a world 
which is so full of injustice and pain. Mm. Uh, uh, he does call God stupid in there. That is technically yeah. blasphemy. <laughs> yeah. Technically. Yeah. Here's, uh, here's my yeah, problem. And then there was a few other it. quotes, but that was the... Sorry, there was a few other quotes he said, but that was the one that I found the most interesting. Go ahead. Now, here's the problem when I hear things like that. Like, for me, that lives in the God, uh, and uh, is a Christian. I don't look uh, on God as an amphious force. I don't think he controls everything in our life. I don't think he controls what's evil and what's good. I, I, I believe in evil, evil and good. I'm not saying that, but I, I, I don't. No, he's just saying he cre- that God created a world, and in, in, that's what he said. Right. Not that he's here doing it, that he created a world where that's possible. Right. Why would you do that? Yeah, yeah. I can understand that criticism. I, I will ask him when I see him. When I get up there. Yeah. All right. Uh, what else? Uh, oh, I, I think it's kind of funny because uh, of uh, Eurovision being in Ukraine. That you have Ukrainian news on 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 the uh, on the list was that because right I, that was one of the reasons I put it on there. The other reason is we covered <laughs> uh, this guy going to Russia a few months ago. If you don't remember that, we yes. covered this in the news. Yes, and so I thought it was kind of an interesting connection. But go ahead, Fro. And the guy we are talking about is Steven Skull. And why is he banned to go to Russia? Not to, to Ukraine. Ukraine. Sorry. Uh, he's been blacklisted because he's friends with Vladimir Putin, I believe. What? So yeah, uh, Russia kicked out the lady in the wheelchair, and the, uh, <laughs> or I mean, Ukraine kicked out the lady in the wheelchair, and then uh, also kicked out uh, Steven Seagal. Steven Seagal. So they've got their priorities on. I mean, point. I think. <laughs> I mean, I would pay. Uh, $10,000 to see Steven Seagal sing in the Eurovision. <laughs> especially, right. Especially I've seen that. I've seen that in the past. In the wheelchair. In a wheelchair. Yeah, that would be the best. Steven Seagal. In or in the, the back wheelchair. of a cop car like that TV show we did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what was that show called again? I don't even like on the beat with Steven Seagal yes, or something stupid like that. I don't even remember like what it was called. It was really, really stupid. <laughs> uh, did you ever see the show where he was a deputy? The reality show he made. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Oh yeah. Oh okay. I was thinking you're talking about the other one from the 80s or 90s. Oh, I don't know. Uh, no, this. Yeah, that's the one I was talking Texas. about. Texas. Lonely Ranger or something. Wasn't he? Oh, uh, Walker, Texas Ranger? Walker, no, that's Texas uh, Chuck Ranger. Norris. Ah, oh, that's Chuck Norris. Yeah, wrong, wrong. <laughs> yeah, I would not be surprised if Steven Seagal was in an episode oh of Walker, Texas Ranger at some point. But, oh my god, yeah. I can't believe that I don't, I don't know the difference between Chuck Norris and Steven Seagal. <laughs> <laughs> that's embarrassing. Um, uh, just remember that Chuck Norris is the one that actually can fight, and Steven Seagal is like the kind of fake actor fighter. I have fighter. no clue yeah. why I thought he was in, <laughs> in that series. <laughs> I have no clue at all. Wow. Okay. <clears throat> Ooh, I feel stupid. 
okay, let's go over to Trump Corner. Trump Corner. Uh, what uh, did uh, Trump doing this week? Uh, should we start with the news that you don't have on on the news bracket? Uh, uh, let's do that next because yeah. this came this hap this happened first. Let's go order order chronological order. But uh, yeah, Trump signed an order much earlier this week. He signed a bunch of orders. Obviously, we'll talk about this one where he's allowing churches to engage in political activity without being fined, oh. which they would have been before. Um. Basically destroying the separation between church and state. Ooh. Yeah. Um, and this is such a bad idea. This basically gives, uh, you know, I, I guess it's anybody, but any church or anything like that can now, in their kind of rhetoric, put in stuff about uh, politics, <sighs> which has kind of always not been allowed before because, yeah. Uh, it's obviously a bad idea, but uh, this kind of breaks down, uh, like I said, the separation between church and state, and they've been kind of working on this for a while, but this is a big deal to me. There's a lot of people saying this, uh, I guess if you read into it, I haven't read the actual like uh, order itself, but that it doesn't really do all that much comparatively. It just takes away... Uh, them being fined, basically, like there were they were already doing it. They just would take the fines. Uh, some churches because they had right. enough money. If that makes sense. Especially the Mormon church did that in America during uh, uh, the election where that Mormon guy was a president candidate. Uh, right. I don't. Uh, yeah, I don't remember his name, but um. Mitt Romney? Mitt Romney, there you go. But, um... Yeah, this is this is not great. I, I think if, if you're going to be involved in the political arena, and uh, then you should be being taxed, which is also a thing that happens here. Yeah. Not, you don't tax churches, so... Yeah, if... I, I'm fine with this if they tax the churches, but if they don't, then we have an issue. No, I, I, I totally agree. I'm, I'm definitely against this. Uh, Jesus himself. I don't like to go into like religious topic with you because you don't believe it. But Jesus himself was against things like this. It's pretty clear from the Bible, uh, where right. where he goes into the synagogue and and turn the tables uh, because they were doing money transferring and and also a lot of like politics inside of the synagogue on 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 the sabbath and and jesus said like why why are you mixing like why are you mixing things so much together why are you mixing politics money and religion this is not where why i came here like this is about helping people, helping people's souls. And you're standing here with money and, and pol doing politics inside the synagogue. Go outside and do that. So Jesus was pretty clear on, on that. So I, I, I just, I just, oh, I freaking hate this. I, I really do. Yeah, but I mean, we've covered enough religions 
in this uh, to know that at some in certain sects, there's always going to be people that are just there to take your money. So yeah, especially in Mormonism, uh, around when Mitt Romney uh, was the president candidate, the Mormon Church did, uh, got more fines during that year than they did in ten years or something. Right, that makes sense. <laughs> that's a, that's a lot of money. Because they were pushing Mitt Romney, of course. Right. It is funny when I drive around. Uh, you can you'll look at churches here, and I always see uh, not always, but in the bigger churches, there's always a a ta- like a telephone tower because they can they have the space that they the telephone cell phone companies will pay them to have a, a cell tower. And I, I see them on churches all the time. Right. Uh, they're being paid to have cell phone towers. And I'm always like, that is kind of silly. Yeah. But that you're uh, within the corporate. It, it just makes it look very corporate. The at and uh, church. <laughs> right, exactly. Today's but the other Trump news sponsored by McDonald's. <laughs> Some uh, other Trump news, I guess, just yesterday, yes, yes, uh, he fired the FBI Director James Comey, who, who we've talked about a lot in the past because of the Hillary Clinton emails, Whee! him coming out with the letters, and then Hillary blamed James Comey for her losing the election, so Democrats hated James Comey, and now Trump fired him, and everybody's all confused, and they don't know whether to hate or like him at this point. Uh, it's kind of funny to see people try to rationalize the shit. Like we just hated him a week ago and now we love him because he f- got fired by Trump. It's really w- funny to see. Can I, I don't know. Can what I do you think about this whole thing? This is the Trump? most, uh, smart thing Trump has done in a hundred days. I don't think that's the case. I mean, this is asking for trouble. Of course it is. Um, it was just, it makes him look guilty because the thing is, People automatically are thinking, because he's under investigation by the FBI for this whole Russia thing, so it makes him look like he's trying to uh, sidetrack the investigation by firing the FBI director. That's one of of the reasons why I like this. (laughs) I guess so. It's just, uh, as far as, uh, this is, I mean... I, I can't even say it because there's so many dumb political moves that this president and his cabinet have made already. Like, it's just another one of a hundred dumb political moves, I guess. But you got to think that they knew that this was going to be a big story. Of course. You know what I mean? Of course, the timing. The timing is just so incredibly perfect. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> There's, there, there's, there's no, uh, the first thing I was thinking was like, what the F was it thinking? Like, why, why is it doing this right now during the investigation? And the reason why, like, why he was fired is the weakest reasons I heard. Like, I never liked ma'am. I, I don't really care. But, 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 uh, I, it, it makes Trump like, uh, look like, the guiltiest man ever. Uh, yeah, it. Re- I mean, obviously, and it was directly from Trump. Right. So there's no way I can say, oh, it's somebody else doing this. But Trump, like, uh, the did you see the whole thing this week where he was in Australia? I posted it on our Facebook, yes, I did. and he said, "Your Australian healthcare system is so great, yep. so much better than our 
ours. I can't, he was like, our healthcare system isn't as good as the Australian. And they have what Bernie Sanders wants yeah. for healthcare. So then Trump had to backtrack on it. But if you go watch that video, it's very clear. Trump has no idea what he's talking about. No. He just says bullshit that comes out of his mouth. He has zero clue what he's talking about. And uh, he's, he's a serious puppet. As far like as pup as far as puppet leaders go, like he really has no clue what's going on. He just goes out there and says what he thinks sounds right. You know what I mean? The funny thing is that uh, that uh, the conspiracy people that are so happy that Trump got into this, this proves Illuminati for me. <laughs> like <laughs> I've never been more sure of a, of an organization behind someone. <laughs> That I have. Oh, uh, behind, yeah, behind uh, Donald do Trump. Uh, yeah, yeah. And I have exactly this. because there's he doesn't have any clue what's happening. Oh. There are other people just telling him do this, do that, yep. do this, do that. And I think there's just so many cooks in the kitchen that that's why you see all these things like all of a sudden just happening for no reason is because somebody goes off off the rails or something, and then they have to fire them. You know what I mean? And it's like uh, it's it just really really crazy. Uh, and it also it. The tr- they're they're trying to sell that it's going to sidetrack the Russian investigation, but that's not going to happen. They're still investigating the whole the whole Russia thing, which hopefully someday we'll get some kind of answers from. But who knows? The whole thing that we need to look into, which I don't know, maybe it happened this morning and I missed it, but see who he puts in because he gets to choose who goes in as the F- FBI director. And if you pick somebody who's not going to investigate him, then that's an issue, because then you. Uh, I hope it's his stepson. Step <laughs> I mean, at that point, we're really talking about fascism, uh, where he's, he can't be, like, he can't be I hope uh, it's convicted daughter. of anything because he'll just, like, fire the person who's <laughs> who's trying to investigate him. You see what I mean? So uh, I really hope it's his daughter. <laughs> I'm having a Trump for FBI director. Oh, my God. His daughter, right? Yes. Ivanka would be the FBI director. That would be. Uh, um, oh my gosh! Uh, the funniest part is I can see it happening. Yes. And like, <laughs> That's the sad part. <laughs> I don't know. The whole funny part oh. to me about this whole thing yesterday was just trying, seeing the the uh, media scramble and try to figure out what their spin was to try to spin this because they're like we've been selling this we hate james comey and the james comey letter ruined everything for hillary for like three months and now all of a sudden we have to figure out a way to be like oh james comey really not that bad of a guy i mean we we feel bad for him because he got fired by trump like the turnaround was pretty amazing to see people rationalize this stuff in their head but I never realized until all the footage I saw this week how gigantic James Comey is. Yeah. Since he got fired, he should go into pro wrestling. He's big. He's six foot eight. Yeah, he's really Six big. foot eight. Yeah. But uh, Trump had another victory this week, and I'm I'm calling it victory for, for Trump and nobody else. Because the healthcare law replacement got through. Yay! Uh, not actually true. It just went through the House. It still yeah. has to go through the Senate. Yeah. Uh, but if B- Bernie Sanders is in the Senate, so if he has anything to say about it, it won't go through there. He's actually mm-hmm. Bernie Sanders has even said that this is definitely not going through the Senate. So, uh, 
that's his opinion. Let's I really guess. hope but that's it. Getting it getting this far is uh, is one thing, I suppose. Yeah. But uh, uh, of course, I've... we do know Trump wants uh wants single payer health care, or uh, as the Australians call it, they call it Medicare. So yeah. But as uh, any good Republican uh, knows, when things go through, we go just. Uh, uh, on with our life and don't do anything stupid. For example, we don't go singing in the... <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> it's so stupid. Uh, let's listen to this. Are you ready? Uh, yeah, let's give a little explanation uh, real quick. I don't think that was a great let's explanation. Let's hear for it first and then give the explanation afterwards. Just for the fun of it. Uh, sure, I guess so. Give us a countdown. In three, two, one, go. Okay. So, yeah. They are uh, voting. Well, they're done hear. voting. They're all just standing around. Obviously, you can see the vote totals. Time remaining zero. So, they're, they've, they're done voting. They're all standing around. Obviously, on... The right side of your screen, that is the Republicans. Left side of the screen, Democrats. So, and they are singing. You can hear them. Na, na, na. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. The pro wrestling chant, na 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 na, hey hey, goodbye. So they're they're basically saying, you just sealed your fate in 2018. Uh, you're trying to take health care away from people. You think they're going to vote for you in the future. Uh, so, yeah. So, that was the Democrats doing that to the Republicans. Uh, uh, and, yeah, I, I, it is a good point that there is a, definitely a chance that uh, this is going to hurt them in 2018 trying to uh, get, keep the, the House and the Senate. But we'll see what happens, I suppose. Um the Trump base doesn't seem to be going anywhere, but it is kind of childish, childish to do the hey, 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 goodbye song <laughs> a little uh, on the house on the house floor. But yeah, a little childish. If people hate wrestling crowds and they thought this was funny, then I don't understand how you rationalize anything in your life. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not funny. It's it's damn serious. I I feel so sorry for you guys. <clears throat> we're a la it's a we're a laughing stock at this point. I mean, it's, there's no going back. We're just a political laughing stock. So I know, but it's still it's still sad. It's still sad that it's gone through the house. Uh, yeah. I mean, like I said, it's they're it's controlled by the Republicans. They tried it once, and they couldn't get it through because some of the Republicans said we don't want this. They fixed it back, fixed the bill up, changed it, and tried it again, and. Uh, those Repu Republicans went with it so that the Democrats really couldn't do anything about it but like I said getting it through the Senate is going to be a whole other thing I don't think that's going to happen so I wouldn't worry about it we will see well <clears throat> do you look uh, upon Norway as a utopian country uh, I think a lot of people in the world see it as a a pillar of what good kind of economics could be, I guess. Yeah. 
Trump is going to tell the truth about Norway not being a utopia. This is Tron where Trump tells the truth. Every week I say to myself, well, let's take a break from Donald Trump. Let's take a break from mentioning the United States. But every time it comes back to those two things, Donald Trump and United States. And for this segment, it was very interesting because I'm going to talk about my own country. Yes, the country of milk and honey and polar bears and black metal. Yes, where black metal is considered an art form we export with public subsidies. Very funny, really. But we are going to talk about a few things that we're not best at, but we pretend we are good at. First, environment. Norway is an oil nation. We are full with oil money. When you start wars around the world to get, make the oil price goes up, we get rich. Did you know that your war on terror in Iraq made us filthy rich? We were very, very, very rich, and we still are. Thank you, United States. Thank you very much for bombing. You bomb people in the Middle East, oil price goes up, money in Norwegian pockets. But we are not good at environmental politics. We like to brag that we got the cleanest power in the world. But we destroy areas on the sea where fish and all kinds of other industries are just because of oil. We are pumping up more oil than ever. We find all clever ways to go away, far away from the Paris Agreement as we can. But we like to brag that we are doing good things. But nothing good has been done. Nothing at all. When it comes to Snowden, Snowden tried to get into Norway because he's going to get a price, price for human rights and freedom of speech and so on. Former f- publisher William Nigar tried to get him to Norway and he tried to get some insurance from the Norwegian government that they shouldn't arrest him. He even tried to de- take that case to the court. The court wouldn't even treat the case. And the Norwegian government? Nah, they did not. Because they know if Snowden steps one step inside the Norwegian border, they will deliver into the United States. Because the conservative assholes in Norway, they suck dick of the American president, whoever he is. Well, whoever he was and whatever he's going to do. Refugees. Not very good there either. We have the strongest, we got the hardest immigration politics in all of Europe. Yes. We have no problem sending young children back to war zones. Not at all. We do it all the time. We call it mercy. Because this country is not Big enough for all of them. Yeah, we got we got to get big heart for none of them. It's incredible. And the third thing I'm going to mention, fourth man, I mean, is the war on drugs. If you think your country is fucked up when it comes to war on drugs, we are even worse. Politicians can lose their whole political career just by smoking a joint. I'm not kidding with you. Just smoking a fucking joint. If you have a fine. For 2,000 kroners for smoking a joint, you can lose your political job. But the funniest thing, that one of the leading conservative parliamentarians from Telemark, Norway, Bård Hoxere, he went to a whorehouse and buy prostitutes, but that's okay. The minister of fishery, yes, we got, we got an oil minister for the fish industry. I know it's funny. A fishy minister. <laughs> oh, good. RuPaul would love that. A fishy minister. No, but he was one time 
charged by beating up an asylum seeker. Hmm. That didn't prevent him to get a job, did it? But if you're smoking a joint, if you've ever been on drugs in any kind, and admit it, you will not have a political career. Noah has a lot of good things, but there's a lot of hypocritism here too. And you have to be aware of that before you listen to everything that the good old Bernie Sanders says. The good things are very good, but also look down and see the bullshit is going on in this country and is going on in every country you like. Because there are no paradise, there are no utopia in any country at all, all over the world. This was Tron with Tron Tells the Truth. That was uh, Tron telling the truth about Norway not being a utopia. All uh, Tron says is for himself and something like that. <laughs> I don't. I don't think. Sure. I don't think Norway is a utopia. I, I agree with him, but I, I haven't listened to what he says, so I don't know how how bad he's bashing Norway. So. <laughs> right. We. Just, I just got this this morning. So. Right. Yep. That's kind of. That's sometimes how it works. Yeah. Uh, we have a Facebook page. You can go to it's another digital citizen on Facebook. Uh, I have uh, posted the the first semifinal. I will post the second semifinal and the final of Eurovision there. So if you're at all interested, you can go there and listen to it. Uh, I also posted a, a top ten list of the best Eurovision. Uh, entrances by uh, Watch Mojo. Uh, if you want to go through that, there's a lot of Eurovision news this week. We will talk about it a little later. Uh, but uh, we we have also an email address. It's another digital citizen at gmail.com. Another digital citizen at gmail.com. Uh, have we gotten any emails this week? Uh, yes, we did. Um, <laughs> we got one from, it says, Luke Fro to me. <laughs> it says, Luke, I cannot do the show this week. I saw a, uh, I think this is supposed to say reindeer, outside my window, okay. and it made a sound that reminded me of Eurovision entrant from Estonia. <laughs> okay. I am too emotional at this beautiful sight and must make, <laughs> must take a couple days to recover. No show this week. Fro, definitely Fro, not a fake account trying to prank you, I promise. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Uh... <laughs> and we uh, got one from me, apparently. It says... Oh. Fro, can't do the show this week. It seems my theory is correct, and there is a massive extraterrestrial compound beneath my house. I need to gather all the evidence before the FBI, CIA, NSA, C-3PO, and Sequest uh, DSV find out I know their secrets. (laughs) If you don't hear from me by next week, I'm gone. Go on without me. Oh my gosh, that's funny. Good luck, me. Totally me. Certainly not. Another prank, I swear. <laughs> oh my god. That's funny. <sighs> and then we got one from Jeremy. Huh. <laughs> Our favorite emailer. Huh. I w- uh, hey, so- I have a question. 
were all of them sent the same day? They were all sent the exact same day. Huh. It's weird how that works. Huh. I yeah. wonder. I don't know who sent be... those other. Me- I didn't send those emails. Was it fraud? No. It must have been somebody else. Huh. I don't know who it was. We got this email from Jeremy. It says, "Hey gang, my girlfriend Lila, uh, my girlfriend Lila, I guess, and I are heading to Europe this weekend to spend two weeks touring places we haven't been before. This is exciting." But there is one problem. Mm-hmm. Fro. Here we are traveling 6,238 miles, and my, and that lazy butt can't go the final 905 miles to beat us. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of podcast are you running here? I'm going to cancel my Patreon. Wait, there isn't a Patreon for this podcast? <laughs> Who have I been giving my money to? Oh, wow. Ugh. Anyways, we'll be back in the States after flying over <laughs> Tilly's heads twice in May. Wow. Uh, don't do anything too interesting while I'm gone. Okay, we promise. Jeremy. We promise yep. Jeremy. Oh, thank you for getting me to laugh. Oh, my gosh. Those are some good emails. I like those. Thank you, Jeremy. Not saying that you wrote all three emails, but... No, that didn't... I, I mean, that fro email that Fro sent me yeah. and the Jeremy email. We so believe it. That is funny. Oh my gosh. So, sorry. I don't know how to continue from that. Woo. So, talking about your wish uh, and me uh, looking at this magic rain there yesterday. I didn't notice this, but he sent uh, somebody sent us those emails from another digital citizen, but digital has two L's. <laughs> at gmail.com. Oh, that's funny. I just noticed that. I was like, wait, oh. Oh, uh, right. thank you. Eurovision uh, 2017 semifinal. Uh, the first semifinal was yesterday. And of course, you watched it all. What did you think? I saw none of this. What? But you're going to break it down for me and let me know who won and who lost. Yes. Because I've seen a lot of songs. You have. I just didn't watch this. So. Uh, I'm going to do it alphabetically because that's how it's here. But uh, uh, the countries that were gone through yesterday was 10 countries. It was 18 countries competing. Uh, and the one that got through was Armenia, Australia, Azerbaijan, Belgium, Cyprus, Greece, Moldova, Poland, Portugal, and Sweden. Okay. I think of of them, how we didn't see a lot a lot of those. I know we saw Azerbaijan. Yeah. I know we saw Australia. Yeah. Um, we did hmm. see Sweden. Okay. Uh, Sweden was the slack guy on the treadmill. Slack guy on the treadmill. Yeah, it was. Mm, the, got me on that one. It was the first Eurovision thing we saw. You got Norway and Sweden in one one week. Do you remember that? Sure. Uh, I'd have to see the guy to really remember it. So right, it was the first week. Uh, the countries that didn't go through was Albania, Czech Republic, Finland, Georgia, Iceland, Latvia, Montenegro, and Slovenia. Out of them, I was really, really, really sad that Czech Republic was not going uh, through. That was one of my favorite countries yesterday. Uh, get 
hmm. got me 10 points. It's allowed to give 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 8, then 10 and 12. That's the Eurovision scores. Uh, and uh, me and my dad uh, saw this together uh, over uh, over the internet uh, together, and uh, we messaged back and forward and gave it uh, from one to ten uh, to twelve points. And I gave the Czech Republic tell, uh, ten, and the same did my dad. So we were kind of disappointed with Czech Republic not going through. We also had some countries that, Belgium, for example, we had really low to both of us that we were not thinking we were going to qualify. But other than that, it was a really good semifinal. Uh, it was the best of the semifinal, and that's why I'm happy Norway is in the second semifinal. So, sure. so I will I will really fast tell you what countries there are, are tomorrow, also in... Uh, not in alphabetically order for some strange reason. But uh, tomorrow uh, it's Serbia, Armenia, Macedonia, Malta, Romania, Netherlands, Hungary, Denmark, Ireland, San Marino, Croatia, Norway, Switzerland, Belarus, Bulgaria, Ukraine, Estonia, and Israel. That's tomorrow. And uh, uh, there's uh, pre-qualified uh, non-qualified uh, countries uh, that also have to uh, qualify <coughs> sorry my voice uh, and uh, that is England uh, Italy France uh, uh, Germany and the winner country of last year so uh, then, then of course. Uh, um, oh, I, I who won last year? Iceland won no, last year. No, 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 no. Where they are now? Uh, Ukraine. Uh, Ukraine, yes. I guess. Right. Oh yeah, that's right. It was that. Right. I remember now. Suddenly... With the Russia song. Yes. Forgot about yes. that. Nineteen forty-one. Uh, so, uh, but uh, I have I have two questions. Do you think we are going to qualify for the final tomorrow? Um, it sounded like a pretty, from the ones that I had seen, uh, some of those songs uh, were pretty good. Oh. But it is a little, this is the one with like the DJ, right? right? As I remember. It's different than all those other songs. So it has a chance, I think. Yeah. yeah. Me and my dad, we said that we think we are going to end up uh, tenth in the final. We do think we are going to qualify tomorrow. After it goes, after you get the two sets of ten, does, does it go to twenty, and then they whittle it down from twenty, or do you do those sets of ten then go against each other next? No, it's it's uh, the final is those twenty countries and the pre uh, pre qualified countries that pays pays for Eurovision. So right. uh, the con the countries that that. Twenty-four or twenty-five. Yeah, countries. twenty-five countries in the final. Hmm. And is that next week? Uh, no, that's on um, Saturday. Oh, okay. Cool. We'll talk about it next yeah, week. Yeah, because tomorrow I'm going to Oslo to see the semifinal with my dad. On Friday we mm -hmm. we will have Eurovision free. 
that means that I'm going to, uh, for example, see the uh, because I already saw the Eurovision semi-final two times because I saw it first yesterday with my dad on Norwegian television. Today I watched it on Swedish television. Uh, and one of the reasons why I watched it on Swedish television was because Sweden was yesterday. I was kind of interested in hearing their reaction uh, to their own uh Sure. Yeah. So you watched that part at least. Right. <clears throat> I did not turn it off, so <laughs> I watched the whole thing. <laughs> I am a. I don't know if I told you this. I'm kind of a Eurovision fan. <laughs> I don't. Sure. It, yeah. It's a big secret. Don't tell it to anybody. <laughs> yeah, like we said, next week, uh, this weekend is the finals, so we'll talk about the finals uh, next week yeah. and then we'll be done with it for a, a year yeah uh, but who do you think is going to win was the second question of all all you seen based on uh, what you have me... seen uh, buy me some time while I pull up the p- participants sure I will I will tell uh, people out there uh, a little story about Australia when when you do that because why is you Australia in the Eurovision I don't think I've told that story but uh, they have had Eurovision on Australian TV for uh, like over 20 years, I think it is. And uh, three years ago, it has to be now, it was the 30th uh, anniversary of Eurovision. So because of that, they invited Australia and they got to fifth place in that uh, year. And the year after, they were invited back and got second place, like last year. So uh, that's the reason why Euro- uh, Australia is in Eurovision. I'm going to go with Denmark. I Denmark, think. okay. Uh, can I say a few that I think is going to win? I, I, yeah, let's I, make it quick. Yeah, I generally think Italy is going to win the whole thing. Uh, the man with the monkey. You remember that. Okay. Right? Yeah. Uh, Monkey suit. Yes. But uh, uh, I, I do think they are going to win. Uh, and all the odds, like if you, you bet on thing online, is saying they are going to win. So it's kind of a chicken way to, to, to just uh, to, to say who's going to win. But they, they have been right in all the other years. So I have no right. reasons to doubt them. But I do hope, uh, I really lo- like Romania. I don't know if you remember that yodeling uh, song we did. Uh, yeah, yeah, I do. Uh, I do I do hope that is going to come high, and I also think Portugal. So that's my three, top three. Portugal. We never saw Portugal. No, we didn't. Yeah. So, let's move on. Have you seen anything on TV that we are not going to talk about in the uh, next topic? Uh, well, yeah, uh, because there were a lot of finales this week, and they won't go. That obviously can't go in the in that topic. I but, um, one thing I wanted to cover before we go into the full TV round, um, something sad. Are we did a tournament a while ago? Um, 
for best reality show ever tournament. Yeah. And Rob and Big, the TV show, won that tournament. And no, yesterday, Big from Rob and Big oh. passed away. Oh, it didn't. Uh, that's the I believe it did. Oh, it was Mythbusters that won. Oh, maybe it got second then. I don't yeah. remember. But I know it was uh, in the top three. It's uh, It got pretty far. Yeah, I saw that. Sad news. Yeah, I mean, uh, obviously the guy wasn't in the best shape, but, you know, he was 45. Right. Um, Too young. And then I finished BoJack Season 3, which I kind of stopped for a oh. while there because it was like, this show is a little... Uh, it it went from uh, being... Funny. Uh, comedy, comedy kind of depressing, like uh, like The Critic. Right. Do you remember that yes, show? Yes, it is. That, that kind of comedy depressing to being depressing depressing. Yeah. Um, without the comedy part, well, there was a little bit of comedy, but it wasn't all that funny. Uh, towards the end of the season, it gets a little better, I think. Um, I don't know. We'll see if they have another season. I'll keep watching it. I still enjoy it. But I think the first season is by far the best season. I don't think they're going to be able to follow it up. So uh, we got great indoors. They had their season finale, which is just a silly little comedy show. But they actually set up for another season with a love story and him going off to another country which I thought was interesting. And then uh, Last Man on Earth had its season finale this week as well. Um, uh, the end of this is interesting. Uh, they're bringing back, uh, or they're bringing in a new character at the end of the season. So uh, they're setting up for another season of that too. So it should be good. She shows I don't care about. <laughs> I think you'd like Great Indoors if you gave it a chance. And now that the season's over, you could binge watch yeah, it. Yeah, I, 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 I do have... It's like it's just a silly little sitcom, so it's something you can like sit there and enjoy without having to like really think about it or, you know what I mean, that kind of thing. It's a, it's a silly sitcom. Some of the things that I'm going to discuss uh, in the things that uh, we're going to talk in the main topic, uh, current shows, has ended. Just because I didn't know that was the rule. Well, current shows. But yeah, yeah, but it's current if it ended last week. Uh, sure. Uh, I, there's one actually that in my list that may have ended last week. I'd have to look it up though. I'm not 100 <laughs> percent sure. It's not. It's not a show that like has a cliffhanger ending or anything like that. But hey, yeah. I watch. Speaking of which, let's get into our main topic. Oh, you don't want to hear what I saw this week? Oh, yeah, we didn't do that yet, but do your TV round. <laughs> if you don't mind. <laughs> uh, I watched... Uh, I'm all ha- hyped up on caffeine right yeah, now, sorry. Yeah, it's okay. Uh, uh, I watched a lot of episodes of Cops, because I I, I suddenly got uh, the urge to see uh, Cops. It's such a... Right, I remember you watching it in the past occasionally. Yeah. It's something you kind of go back to sometimes, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I, yeah. I went back to season 15 now, just for the fun of it, because it's uh, it's seasons I've never seen. And it's kind of sure. uh, it's kind of interesting because they are on season uh, 29, I think, was the last season now. And uh, it, oh, I'm, I would say it was more than that, but yeah. No, it's season 29. I'm pretty sure that was the last season. Sure, if they do one a year, maybe, because it's got to have been on for 30 years. That makes yeah. sense. 
But uh, it's 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 interesting how little it's changed, and it's it's okay enough. It's 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 uh, a show that I watch when I'm in bad mood, especially bad mood because it gets me in, in good mood because it's such brain dead entertainment. It's out the uh, one ear and ear. now in the one ear and out the other kind of. Ear. Yeah. I've never been a fan of it. I always thought it was stupid. It is, like even when I was younger, it is I stupid. never liked it. I thought it was dumb. It is stupid. That's why I like it. I, I like. I uh, sometimes I want brain dead in entertainment. It was sure. Yeah. It was, I never saw it as brain dead entertainment. I guess because, uh, I I was a skateboarder when I was like fourteen, in like the nineties when skateboarding was not really acceptable. So I did a lot of running from the cops when I was younger. Right. So I always looked at it as like, oh, that those assholes. Like I never really liked cops in that way. But uh, then wrestling was uh, okay again this week, uh, especially at SmackDown. I found it really. Uh... I really liked SmackDown. Yeah, yeah. I thought it, I was going to say the same thing. I, I was really surprised because uh, uh, it has been really shitty after. After uh, uh, Raw was still average. I wouldn't Raw say was Raw was average, very good, but it was not as bad as, as it has been uh, after WrestleMania. But but SmackDown, SmackDown was just was... really good, and it was pre-taped. Yeah, totally pre-taped, but it was still really good. Really I thought really so. good and really a good storyline build up. And I'm I'm looking forward to Payback now. You know what? You know what? I it, find funny is one of my favorite. I don't know why this is like I'm actually excited for this, but uh, this Luke Harper, Luke Harper, Eric Rowan feud. Like, what the heck? Like, why am I excited for these two jobbers to fight each other? But I I totally agree. I'm really looking forward to that. I think, and it's kind of interesting because it's Luke uh, versus the Norwegian. Because I don't know if you know that, but uh, Eric Rowan is Norwegian. Yeah, I, I know that. But, uh, yeah. Uh, or yes, and ancestry in Nor- or Norway, we should say. Oh, I think his parents both uh, Im- immigrated. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But uh, and he grew up, I think, like in Michigan or somewhere in that part of the country. Right. But uh, what I was going to say, I'm I'm also really looking forward to just finally seeing Nakamura <laughs> fighting <laughs> in the match. <laughs> so. That that is going to be the highlight of the evening. I, I mean uh, Nakamura against uh, uh, oh, Dolph. Right. It's going to be a really good match. Sure, but we already know who's kind of going to win. It's kind of yeah, a given. So yeah, I'm not Nakamura as excited win, for it. But, but I mean, but it's it's good to uh, because I know both gentlemen can carry a good match. Right, right. Both are good wrestlers, but uh, yeah, no, I, I, I just find uh, it interesting what they are doing on SmackDown, and I, I, I think mainly, uh, uh, it, uh, I think my biggest problem with Raw was that uh, Dean Ambrose had <laughs> the whole control. I really like Dean Ambrose, but you can get Dean Ambrose overdose, and I felt like I had that on Monday. There was just something wrong with everything about Monday. It just felt like uh, I, there was no point in doing doing it the way they did it. And then there were... What was the thing they did where 
they're uh, oh, it was the gin. Uh, I guess this was on SmackDown. The Jinder Mahal thing was a little like, oh, yeah. this is a little weird. Yeah. Like, why is he doing the same American gimmick, like anti-American thing in England? Yeah. That was a little bad. That was on SmackDown, I guess. But on SmackDown, one br- one thing we didn't mention uh, is the Fashion Police segment. Uh, it's so, so funny. amazing! It's so amazingly funny, and I I did not know I liked this. <laughs> like what was this? So out of I don't know, but I, they need to keep doing it. But I know it's just going to be like, I think the last good thing we had like this was Rhino and Heath Slater when they were yes. trying to win the tag yes. team titles to get him in in ground pool. Yes. Like that's the last thing that like whoever's coming. There's got to be one person that's coming up with these segments because they're kind of similar, but they're very funny. Yes. So, so hats off to that guy yeah. or lady. Sorry. Yes. So. Let's go into our main topic of the day, uh, top 10 current TV shows. And we set the perimeter of uh, being the two last weeks, right? Uh, the, uh, the current TV. Parameters for what? For the current shows to be on. Was the ta- two last right, we just said uh, 10 shows that are currently on. Right. Yeah. That's what right in the two last. So I get and I guess in we're including uh, ones that ended this last week. Right. Yeah. So I will let you start with your number ten. Sure, I went Survivor. I think this season's really really good. Uh, this season specifically, maybe don't go back and watch like th- three seasons ago because it was bad then. But this this recent couple seasons has been really good. So Survivor. Oh, I hate you. Uh, number 10 for me is uh, Survivor. Uh, <laughs> I mean, we're going to have a lot of overlaps. Yeah, but so it, that, that is so funny. Like, the first first thing we have is is both of us. Because uh, me and Luke haven't seen each other's list, just to be clear. No, obviously. Yeah. But, uh, no, I, had, I, I was going through, like, oh, which reality show should I have on? And there's another reality show that I think you also have on it. That's... I I know that's exactly what I was just thinking. <laughs> that... I just wonder if they're in the same spot. We'll see. <laughs> yeah, I have that a little higher. Uh, but uh, yeah, Survivor had to be on. What a season of Survivor! The last two, really. But yeah, oh. this one last season was like mm, it. They changed the whole way the game was played. Yes. And this season, people are like. Uh, they they're returning it. people who are playing that yeah. same kind of game, yeah. so it stepped everything up a notch. But yeah, and I mean the gating, uh, not the gating. Sorry, uh, the sex change thing was a big thing. I mean, uh, oh right, all right. over the news. Uh, I think uh, a lot of people got interested in Survivor because of that, and it was the biggest heel heel turn in history. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. And get, and gets instantly getting kicked off without a vote or anything like that. That's totally yeah. crazy. And and the way they're setting up the game this year is very interesting. Uh, how Ty Ty had one immunity idol, and then he get he gets sent to another tribe, yeah. and he just goes to the same spot and gets a second immunity. Yeah. That guy is amazing at finding immunity idols. I love him. So he's such a cool dude. I love him. What's your number nine? Uh, number nine, nobodies. Nope. Uh, okay. Never heard about this. Which is a TV land show. 
you said you've watched it before, bro, in pa- on past shows. Yeah. But I haven't it's heard the... about this right now. <laughs> oh, what is? Um, I know you've seen it. It's the show about the three friends who are working a ca- uh, cartoon show. They're writers for a cartoon. Oh show. yes, and <laughs> you you probably have stopped watching yes. it, but uh, this show. I really enjoy kind of the British uh, or Canadian dry humor, and this has that kind of humor, so I really like it. But it also has a lot of really good actors and actresses who come in and out of it. Um, and then you have the three main characters, but it's about them trying to get their movie script uh, off the ground, uh, and they're not very good at it. Let's just say that. Yeah. So it's a very it's it's awkward humor, but I I find it funny. My number nine is last week with John Oliver. Uh, I think last week is one of the best, like, current, uh, I can't call it funny news show. What is it? Is it, it's not satire. It's a comedy news show. It is a comedy news show. I mean, all these comedy news shows that you see now are all based off of the original Daily Show. And the original Daily Show is based off of, uh, the news segment from Saturday Night Live. Right. So that's where it all kind of stems from. But yeah, last week with uh, that last week tonight with John Oliver is is my fa- one of my favorite shows uh, to watch. It's one of those shows when I I look uh, because I see it every uh, Monday because it comes out on Sunday uh, night. So it's the first show I I I see when I wake up after uh, done uh, doing my my chores and my job. Is is last week tonight? I really love it. I I I know you don't like it, but I I really do. I, it's not just that. I just don't like most of those comedy news shows because oh. uh, I I see some propaganda in a lot of yeah. them. Some of them are better than others, but there's just so many of them now that I'm like, it's it's a whitewash for me. I'm like, none of them. Just get them all out of here. Right. I don't I don't need to deal with them. I watch news. Uh, four hours a day, other places, anyways. Right. So, I don't need comedy news. What's your number eight? Uh, a show you don't actually like, Bob's Burgers. Oh. <laughs> uh, I really think this is—it's a good comedy show. It's well written. I like most all of the voice actors, wow. and um, it's an—it's an just kind of a funny little show. You—you you don't have to think too hard about or it's not too in depth you don't need to make like fan theories about it it's just fun you know what i mean so it's funny i do have an animated show here uh it's going to be samurai jack uh sure yeah i have that as well where are you what where'd you put number that? eight next yep uh we cover this so it's kind of hard for me to, to say anything about it that haven't been said before but I, I it's it's not my favorite co- uh, um, um, uh, cartoon at the moment but I like it uh, I, I like it uh, uh, because we follow it and I, I also have it this low because it's not fun funny enough I I am I'm not saying it's boring and and stupid and and things like that, and uh, the quality of the show is tremendously so it should be probably higher on the list, 
But uh, I think my list is based on things. Uh, yeah, I, I just enjoy things uh, more uh, on another level than uh, this. I have to stop uh, what I'm doing, really sit down and look at it. If you kind of get what I mean. But uh, yeah, that's how most of my shows are in like the top five. So. Right. So so. I think I have it this low just because uh, uh, it's it's giving me my my samurai Jack uh, fix, but I would I would say that if it wasn't a thing, I wouldn't like I wouldn't uh, I I wouldn't die if it suddenly like quits uh, tomorrow, but it's still a good show. I really like it, and I give it an eight and a nine and a ten on episodes. So it's sure. it's it's hard for me to put it this low without uh, like. Well, there's like we've said last week. There's just so much good TV right, right. now. It's fine where you put it from. Yeah, that's my number eight. Your number seven. Number seven. Uh, this is uh another kind of just silly sitcom that I really enjoy. It, this show is probably one of the top like as far as shows i look forward to watching maybe not the best quality uh super high uh quality cinematography and like super high quality acting and everything but i enjoy it i i look forward to seeing it every week because it's just silly and fun and that that kind of makes me enjoy watching it each week is superior donuts mm. which is a show about a donut shop in Chicago. Okay. Yeah, it's owned by a a Jewish man, and he has a African American sidekick, and it's in like the bad part of Chicago. So it's a, and then they their customers are like the police and other people. It's just an interesting show. Uh, it cover it actually covers a lot of kind of um political topics, but in a funny way. It kind of it. It's a show that I think we need more of now. It's like more of that kind of nine, uh, early 90s, late 80s kind of sitcom where it covers serious issues, but it makes you laugh about it in a way. You know what I mean? So I would definitely recommend Superior Donuts. Never heard about it. And this is the one I think may have uh, ended last week. Okay. Uh, but I could be wrong. But it might that might have been the end of the season. But it's not like a show where you're going to get a big um wrap up of it or anything like that right. uh because it's just a silly little sitcom right. but yeah it has um so you it's got uh the wife from uh katie seagal who yes. plays the wife in, married with children um yeah married with children there you go. i was gonna say she plays the wife in sons of anarchy yes. but yeah she also <laughs> plays that this also has uh judd hirsch who is from Taxi and oh. all these other sitcoms, so it's kind of a throwback there. And it also has David uh, Kushner, who plays in a lot of uh, movies and sitcoms. So, uh, Next one, uh, number seven for me, is a little sheety sheet. I sheet it. Because I'm putting Monday Night Raw and SmackDown together. Uh, I, I have just... I'm fine with that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but uh yeah uh i enjoy wrestling uh it's it's lower on the list because of after wrestlemania i think 
uh, wrestling have been under par. But uh, uh, suddenly they come up with brilliant ideas like the fashion police. <laughs> and suddenly they, they do uh, things on, on Raw and SmackDown that are interesting. So I have uh, both of those shows on my seventh. What's your number six? Uh, Making History, which is, I think is a Fox <laughs> show. is on Sunday nights, and it is a, about a goofy guy who goes back in time in a time machine that's a gym bag to find a girlfriend. And then everything goes kind of off kilter. They end up stealing some money from Al Capone. And they buy an ice cream shop. And then, yeah, it gets a little weird. Are you sure you don't have a camera here? <laughs> Number six is, uh, is, uh, is, uh, is definitely not the same. Uh, uh, it's uh, <laughs> sorry, I'm laughing because it, I have it a little higher. Uh, but uh, uh, it's a really good show. Uh, but uh, uh, my next one is Britain's Got Talent. It's my number six. I don't especially like American's Got Talent. And that's kind of strange for me to say that I like the British one better. I think there's two reasons why why American Got Talent is worse. Uh, and I think the main reason is because they pick uh, every year uh, Britain. And the reason why they have Britain's Got Talent is because uh, the winner of Britain got talent gets uh, money prize, but it also gets uh, to perform at the royal um, uh, royal uh, a royal like ceremony once a year. I think it's called uh, the Queen's uh, Funny Brigade or something. I wish we had Billy here right now, but uh, it's 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 a, it's another type of it's the same program, but it feels like it, it's it's taken more in a lighter way than it's done in America. I think I think the American uh, 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 focus too much on the bad performers. I'm not saying that they are not focusing on bad performers on Britain's Get Found. They are showing bad performers there as well. But it feels like it's done more in a in a cutesy and nice way than than the American one, where I feel like the American one is showing there to, like, get people to to look like st- stupid fools. Uh, I don't think I don't think uh, uh, the British version is as bad, so that's why it's my number six. All right, my number five. Big Brother Canada. <laughs> uh-huh. This is, um, I would say, the best Big Brother um, of the ones I've seen, at least around the world. Uh, like we've said in the past, it's kind of in, in its infancy, so they have a lot more... It seems like the people who make it have a lot more get-up-and-go, but uh, I, this last season has just been pretty amazing, and I don't know, my, my the one person I picked... Is still in there to win it, so we'll see what happens. Yep. That was your number. My number five. Guess what? 
I have um my number five. I have no idea. I have your number six. Ah, ah. pretty close. Yes. Uh, what is it with? I I just love this show. I think he's talking about making history. Yeah, making history. Sorry. Uh, I think it, it's it's just so because we have so much much like time travel shows around the world. And I think this is like proving uh, how funny you can make it. I just love this. It's coming out with new and interesting episodes every single time. And it, I think it's hard to do a comedy-based show based on time travel. But they do it in such a good way and it's such an interesting way as well. Yeah, so it's my number five. All right. Uh, my number four is The 100. Yeah. Uh, this show is a show when you get into the beginning of it, like we said, the first season is like, I think they originally planned the show to be for kind of uh, mid-age, teenage uh, boys and girls. Yeah. But it kind of morphed into this whole other thing yeah. where it's more for adults now than it is for kids so or teenagers. Weird. It's so weird. Uh well, they just realized that what demographic was actually watching the first season, and they went, oh, well, that's not the people who are watching our show. God. We're not going to cater to the people who aren't watching our show. So they changed uh, changed it around, but it's about, uh, that first season at least, is about after nuclear fallout around the whole world, uh, a bunch of nations send up a, a satellite uh, around the Earth, a space station, where people are, have been living for I think, like, it seems like, I think they said a couple, couple hundred years. Yeah, 200 years. But there are all these something. prisoners that uh, are all kind of like teenage age prisoners who have been arrested for things. Or they're in jail on the space station. The These hundred prisoners get sent bound, back down to Earth to see if it's habitable. Uh, and over the last few seasons, it's changed into this kind of whole other show. But it's very good. Um and I really like the, the where they're going with the this season. So yeah, that's the only reason why I don't have it on my list is because I haven't seen this season. I've seen oh. I've seen uh, the two first episodes and I decided to binge it. If you want to see some badass female characters who are just like the most kick-ass female characters you've seen, watch the show because. Right. You don't get any more badass than the, the ladies the show. in the show. Don't get me wrong. I love yeah. the show, but I, I just... I. Oh, I'm just saying that to other people, oh, yeah. not to okay. you, bro. Yeah, uh, but uh, I just want to binge it. My number four is uh, a show you never heard about. Uh, look, it's called Big Brother Canada. Um, have you heard about that? <laughs> no, it's the best, it's the best uh, season of Big Brother Canada so far. What is it with Big Brother Canada that other shows are missing? I have, have you ever thought about that? Is it the is it the house? I've tried to figure it out. Is it the house or is it the way they film it or what is it? It's definitely the ed the way it's edited, um, and I think the gameplay is a little different oh. because it's I mean it's much more similar to the American version as far as the way the game is played, oh, but. Uh, 
I don't know how to describe it. It seems like there's more courtesy yeah. happening. There's a there's still backstabbing, but even when the backstabbing happens, it seems like right after the backstabbing happens, the guy the guy has to go, "Okay, I'm sorry. I I backstabbed you. I know you know it, but th- like in America, they just pretend it didn't happen, kind of, and then it stews." Where uh, yeah, I think that has a lot to do with it. It's just like the mentality of the players, but there's also it's much more. I wouldn't say it's more strategic. But there is a lot of uh, different strategy that goes into that 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 season. But I think it also has to do with the editing. Uh, I like, also feel like, like the, uh, especially this year, <laughs> uh, I think the players is just like I I, I have sympathy for uh, every part of some people's personality. There are people that I'm glad that there are out. Uh, I'm not saying that, but but but. You, you find positive sides about everybody in there. That also is hard. I, I think they're kind of creating villains uh, more with both the British and the American version. And it's kind of... It's, uh, I, I would say that. They're a different kind of villain yeah. in a way. because And I, they're not so much like... Well, uh, there's the one Ica oh. in this season who's like... Oh, she is... The straight up villain, yes. more she's more like the villain, the American style yes. one, where like Kevin is definitely a villain, but he's more like I would say a Canadian style yes. where where he he's deceiving, yes. but at the same time he's very cunning about it. He's not like up in your face about right. it. So, I, I and I, I I just enjoy this season. I do, yeah. Okay, now we're coming up to what uh, we are really talking about: our top three. Oh. Your number three. My number three is Samurai Jack. We don't really have to go through this too much because <laughs> we're going to cover it even later in the show. But uh, I really like the season. Yeah. Um, and as far as the TV shows that are on currently, I think it definitely deserves to be in the top three as far as the animation is amazing. The storyline is really r- well written. Um, some of the episodes, uh, if people are looking for nostalgia, it's not so much that, but there are there is nostalgia parts in certain episodes, and I mean I've watched Samurai Jack multiple times, and if you go back and watch the original episodes, not every episode is you know comedy or not every every episode is this or that. So because it was never written as like a series that was supposed to be point by point, it was written as a children's cartoon. So yeah. Yeah, I, I I I can't I can't argue about it. Uh, I, I find it funny that both of our threes have have uh, uh, cartoons in it because my number uh, three is uh, Rick and Morty. Uh, it's it had its uh, premiere on the first of April. We covered that on the show. Uh, there's there's things about Rick and Morty that works on so many levels for me. And I think it's kind of funny that that I have it this high because I think I think it's it's such an underrated cartoon show. And I, I, I'm saying that when I know that a lot of people are liking it. But I know that you, for example, you've never seen a single episode of it. I don't know why. Right, I know I, a lot of people have told me to watch it, and I know that it's probably really good. But I just have a lot of other stuff to watch. Right. Number one, and number two, 
it's something that I would go back and binge watch once it's over. Right. So yeah. Uh, but this this uh, season, uh, I I can't wait for the season to continue. Uh, it's kind of a cheating thing because uh, episode uh, two hasn't been out yet, but but it's round the corner. I'm not sure when when episode two is uh, is uh, out out, but I I had to I had to pick it because I just love it and I've seen all. Uh, two first seasons I've seen multiple times and I, I love it and I know that I'm going to love what's coming out so it's kind of a sh- it's kind of a sheet and not because it's I have a feeling our top two are going to be the same but possibly just in a different order or maybe they're going to be in the same order so let's just say our number two and our number one at the same time no. and see if they're the no. same <laughs> I think we should no, do that. Because I bet you. I know. I bet you they're the same. I bet you it isn't. Okay. Okay. What's your number two? Better Call Saul. Yeah. No. Not even on my list. Okay. Really? Yeah. I think it's one of the best made shows out right now. Um, the reason is it definitely. Is I, I I haven't seen it. This this season, I haven't seen it. I have it on my bench list. Oh, okay, well, let's do that uh, after we get done with these. I have a couple I want to put on there, but um, yeah, Better Call Saul, uh, the spinoff of Breaking Bad. Uh, it's just a really well shot show and really well thought out as far as the storyline goes. So good. So, so good. Yeah, I'm I'm sad that I don't have it on, on my list, but I haven't watched it. My number two is The Handmaiden's Tale. It had to be here. I do think we have the same number one, but I knew that we didn't have the same number two because you haven't seen a single episode of The Handmaiden's Tale. Do you remember no, when I'm not I saw... watch this? Uh, huh? I'm not gonna watch this, but yeah, yeah go ahead. Uh, because you remember when I said this is going to be in my top ten. Of the air, it's still there. It's my number two show of the air so far. It's a dark dystopian uh, fantasy about women that has to have kids with people that they don't like. That's more or less it, and it's fantastically shot. And I wish I could have. I don't know if that's a dystopian future, to be honest, because in lots of countries, women have to have children with men they don't like. I, but... I know, but uh, but uh, right, <laughs> but uh, but uh, it's it's such a good shot, uh, uh, and fantastic show. I I do recommend it. I know that you don't want to watch it, but I do recommend it. I mean, if I get enough recommends and maybe I see, like, a trailer or something, I might watch it in five years, like I said, said first few shows, but, yeah. Okay, are you ready? All right, then, let's just say our number yes. one at the same yes. time, because I know our number one's the yes. same. One, one two, two, three. The Leftovers. The Leftovers. <laughs> yep. No, it was, no, no, no way it, had, it could be lower on our list. It's just the best show right now. I went back and forth a little bit about Better Call Saul and Leftovers, to be honest with you. Really? But, uh, cause just because the cinematography and how well their storyline is put together, uh, they both, they're almost on the same level for me, but I think Leftovers is a little, 
the storyline goes a little farther out there into like uh what's a good word for it experimental territory where better call stall really sticks to like a a, not a formula but they stick to like a a, a, you can see how they're doing the script a little easier where leftovers is like there's certain (laughs) things about it that i'm going i have no effing clue what's going on here or with this or with that i really like the end of this last episode so good so good australia i don't have to say anything else but australia what is it with Australia? Oh, so good. Uh, well, we kind of know what, yes. what from yes. what one person said. What I mean, I would assume that that he's right yes. about what's happening with, but maybe he's, not, maybe he's not because we also found out the one guy is clearly still totally crazy yep. because of the phone, uh, the the picture on the phone. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that didn't spoil anything at all so don't worry about it if you <laughs> haven't seen it but we are talking in codes yes we are talking in codes relax <laughs> but uh, yeah no this is it had to be in my number one it's had to be. oh yeah i mean it's so good i am shit nervous that they are getting to the ending and what i read about the ending i am i am nervous that we will sit there on the last episode and say fuck them <laughs> like we did with Lost, but uh, I... what? right, it, he's been dead all the yeah. time. Yeah, I don't need so. that. Uh, which is totally possible for the totally. show when you think about it. Like <laughs> the first time he could that he could have died that one time, and that it's that's when he actually yep. died. Oh my gosh, that could totally happen in the yep. show. But I don't think they're gonna do no. that. That's hopefully easy way out. No, I I was I was so sure when I put this first, I was like. Oh, this is too easy. <laughs> but it couldn't it couldn't be any lower. Like I can't put it any lower. It's the best thing of on television right now. Definitely. Okay, I have some honorable mentions. Uh and things I, I think I do recommend that I haven't said. Uh, one of the things that I really do recommend, uh, and was the last w- episode this week, was uh, Billions, uh, season two. Uh, if you liked season one of Billions, like season two is even better. Holy shit, that's a good show! Like I, 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 I fucking love it. I, I, I think it's one of the most surprisingly uh, consistent shows of of this year. Do you have anything you want to uh, say, other? Because I have a long... Uh, I got a couple... <laughs> what, say that again? I Sorry. have a long list. <laughs> well, go through it really quick, and then I'll do mine. Uh, I have the Americans. Uh, the Americans this season is... Oh, it's so good! Uh, I, uh, have, uh, sorry, uh, can you do one of yours? I don't want to make this go on for super long time, so I'll just do mine really quick. I guess Raw, uh, and SmackDown, uh, Street Outlaws I really like. I don't know if everybody would like that. Uh, I would recommend Great News, but only for certain people. I think it's a pretty good little sitcom. Uh, I'm a little behind on it, but it's good. Um, Prison Break, I'm way behind oh, on. Yeah. I'm like four episodes behind of, on that, I that, so I need to catch up on that. Some mentions as far as like 
ones that I'm that are on right now, uh, or have been recently that I need to get back into and uh, binge watch uh, the new Blacklist uh, Elementary. I really liked that show, but yeah. I fell off like two seasons ago. Uh, Blind Spot, I need to get back into, which it's not on right now, but I need to watch the last season. Um, and then Walking Dead and Orphan Black, I need to get caught up on those shows. So Orphan Black uh, is a huge and good show. It's. Uh, I mean, th- some of those aren't on currently, but uh, they're shows that I just felt they fell off uh, on the wayside because there's so many other shows on and i just never got around to them the ones that really fall off easy for me are like the hour-long shows if it's a half hour show it's much less likely to get thrown by the wayside you know what i mean yeah i I have a question for you have you ever uh, did you ever see an episode of bill nye the new show yes i haven't gotten around to it yet no i will yeah, um, I'm, I've got Netflix, so it's just there, I know, so I know. I'll, I'll get around to really it. I'm just really interested in what you think, because I didn't like it. Uh, There's two shows. There's another, like, uh, uh, animated show that they just added that I don't know if it's good or not. I'll have to check it out, but I, I want to see that as well. So there's two shows on Netflix I need to get around to, but I still have a bunch of other things on Netflix. I just finished BoJack, like I said earlier, I haven't seen and uh, I'm still watching Mystery Science Theater. So. Oh, yeah. And I haven't seen the second season of Sense8. I need to get around to see that. First season was so-so. But I, I saw that yeah. uh, the second season has come back. Uh, what are you looking forward to mostly uh, coming out that you know of? I will say Twin Peaks. Uh, I don't... <laughs> Twin Peaks is right around the corner. I'm I'm only halfway excited because I've only halfway seen seen it the original so, uh yeah that's how I'm feeling not so as jazzed as I know a lot of people are super stoked for it but something tells me I just have this feeling in my bones it's gonna be X filed you know what I mean I it's really just gonna be everybody's really looking forward to this 90s nostalgia and it's gonna be yeah. really bad show like X Files was but we'll see yeah, I could be totally back. wrong hooray right. They don't need to make another season of nope. this, please. please. And if it's going to be in... I'll watch the first episode. If it's the same as last season, I'm out. Yeah, but last like, if they horrible. if they went... If they listened to people and went, oh, wow, that didn't work. We'll try something different this season. Yeah. Maybe I'll stick around. Yeah. We'll see. I, I'm open for that. Uh, I, I totally forgot uh, to mention uh, one of my favorite horror shows, uh, Bates Motel, uh, had its... its uh, last episode of their last season. Uh, really good horror show. If you like horror shows, uh, you should watch uh, Bates Motel. Isn't Fargo on right oh, now? Oh yeah, Fargo. I haven't yeah, seen any of Fargo, but I know. Yeah. Uh, I was gonna. Oh, okay, you haven't watched it. That oh. I was wondering. I was like, that's. I could have sworn Fro really loved that oh, yeah, show, but I, it kind of fell off for you. Yeah, I have it on my binge list. I have so many things on my binge list because I, I, I don't follow them enough. To, to love, love, love them. Like, for example, uh, how many hours is there of, uh, of, uh, of uh, uh, just uh, uh, Big Brother Canada? I don't know, hours and hours yeah. and hours. So, 
Depends on if you include like the after shows, which I never watched. I never watched them either, but I watched uh, like their main show there. And then then I have uh, Leftovers, and I have, yeah, I have so many things. So I wait. I, I like the binge. So. Sure. I, I usually binge watch old shows. Like, I, like I've said before, I'm currently kind of binge watching Family Ties and Who's the Boss. So. <laughs> Which is actually a good way for us to move into our movie round, because guess what I saw this week? What movie I saw? I have no clue. Family Ties Vacation. <laughs> Shit. Sounds horrible. Yes. I didn't know this was a, a movie. Or that it existed. Never heard about this. But it... Yeah. Um, it came out in 1985. <laughs> uh, Yay. It, it says it's a TV movie, but it's basically the exact same... Um, the exact same plot line as... Vi- uh, not um, European Vacation, National Lampoon. <laughs> if you've ever yes. seen that. Except with the family ties family instead of uh, the Griswolds. But um, I thought it was interesting. But it actually came out the exact same year as National Lampoon's European Vacation. And they have almost the same uh, storyline. It's really weird. But, I mean, I was was watching the seasons. I'm binge watching it. And I get to, I think, the end of season four. And this... This was in. They made this in between season four and season five. Right. So I, you know, I had to see it. It didn't have anything <laughs> to do with the rest of the TV show. Completely out of like canon, completely. Right. But uh, it was actually kind of funny. It was very, uh, very goofy. Like um, the guy puts something in their bag at the airport so that he doesn't get caught, and they go through security. So and then he, uh, the I think he's the evil Russian. Is trying to get it out of the lady's purse, and it's all kind of goofy comedy, but uh, you know, very similar to National Lampoon's European Vacation. Um, and then I oh, I saw uh, Journey of the West two. Finally, I finished finished that. How was it? Uh, really good. I, the special effects are amazing, okay. so I recommend I it. I can't wait to yeah, see that. Make sure you go see the first one, but the second one's really good. So. I can't wait to see that. Uh, I saw the Great Wall this week. Uh, because my worst half, she laughed so loud when she heard that. I was going to say, I heard really bad things about this. The Great Wall? Yeah. 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 She laughed, uh, but uh, yeah, she laughs every time I call her my bad uh, worst half. So I will continue to do that because it amuses her. Uh, but uh, my my uh, bad half wanted to watch that for some fucking reason. Uh, I think it's because Matt Damon is in it. Uh, what atrociously bad movie. It's horrible. Promise me you never watch it, look. Like. Oh, no. Who's in this? Matt uh, Damon! It's got some bit. Oh, it's got. It's just Matt Damon? Okay. Matt Damon. Uh, uh, yeah. Yes. And if you don't get that reference, see more uh, South Park. I'm sure most people get their reference, but yeah. But uh, um, uh, I think I think it's it's oh, it's not as bad as by the by Batman, uh, but it's up there, uh, definitely. Uh, but um, my worst half have never seen the Lord of the Rings trilogy, so uh, we decided to watch that, and. Um, 
it's kind of interesting because I freaking hate the Hobbit movies. I don't know if we ever talked about this, but I've, I've only seen the first Hobbit oh, movie, ooh. so there's three. I just like, I thought it it wasn't any less or more entertaining than the original Lord of the Rings series to me. <laughs> it seemed on par wow. in my opinion. So. <laughs> I'm not. I don't like the fantasy genre. I don't watch Game of Thrones. I don't watch any of that stuff. So to me, it's just more fantasy gobbledygook. <laughs> this time with a lot more Christianity uh, overtones. If you pay attention. Yes. Uh, actually, uh, 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 the man that wrote the Lord of Strings. Why did I? Uh, Tolkien uh, was a, a Christian man. But uh, yeah, no, she has never seen Lord of Lord Lords of the Ring. But I have the best. I have the <laughs> uh, uh, when we was watching it, she was a little like she was a little com- confused uh, of the Gollum figure of the movie. For some reason, she didn't understand when she uh, when Gollum talks to him himself in the movie that that was the right. same. Character, sad so to explain that. Oh, she thought it was two little green yes. men. Ah, sad to explain that. That would be confusing. Yes. Why? Why is it talking? Why can't we see the other one that's living with him? And I was like, Sing. "You guys watched all three this week?" No, 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 no. We, we, oh, okay. I was gonna say we were, you set set a whole day aside to do no, that. Jeez, Louise. No, we were, we just watched the first uh, two. But uh, she 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 really liked it, uh, and she wants me to see Game of Thrones, and that's never going to happen because I tried it before. Yeah, I'm not just not don't like the fantasy genre. I don't like dragons. I and like the and books. All that. I love. I've never been a fan of it my whole life. Uh, so yeah, and I love the books. That's my problem. Oh, hmm. I. T- when I saw the first Lord of the Rings movie, they're so long. What is the first one? It's like two and a half hours yeah, long or whatever. Like... I was on a road trip with like a couple of people, I think. Oh, no. I think it was just me and a girlfriend at the time when it first came out. And we like stopped to get dinner, you know, and we're on the road. And so we were like, we'll get a din- We get dinner and we're like, oh, let's go see a movie and then we'll continue on on the road. And we don't realize how freaking long this movie is. And we're sitting there. <laughs> By the end of it, we're like, oh my gosh, we really got to get out of here. We're going to be getting to where we need to go in, like, you know, hour and a half later than we thought we were going to. Yeah, it was... Uh, we didn't look at how long the movie was. That was a bad choice on our part, but... Yeah, no, she liked it. Uh, but uh, she really wants me to get into Game of Thrones. But I tried... I've seen the whole season one. Why do I need to see season two when I didn't like a single episode in season one. Why, Luke? I don't think you need to. Thank so. you. Thank you. There you go. Thank you. I, do you hear that? Luke says I don't have to. <laughs> Speaking of things I haven't seen the beginning of uh, because I wasn't worried about it, Guardians of the Galaxy. I never saw the first movie, but we're going to do the second movie right now, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Underground tunnel. Who could that be? 
feeling. It's still funny f to me to go to like a Taco Bell and see the cup and it has Dave Batista on it. It's so <laughs> weird to me. There's a lot of people just falling out of the sky. I hate it when it rains people. It's the worst. There are two types of beings in the universe. Okay. dance those who do not you just need to find a woman who is pathetic <laughs> thanks buddy <laughs> do you need a hug no no I do not oh I thought I said no what the heck this is a long little scene they're putting in here yeah. in the trailer that's how I feel Definitely not one of those just like cut to cut to kind of trailers that give like you a little that. bit. I like that. Yeah, I like it too. As long as they do it well, where it's not like, uh, where it's not giving away too much, which I don't think they did there. But that was that was a good good little trailer. I was not expecting it to be like that. But so, what is this movie about? All right, Guardians of the Galaxy. Volume 2, or Dose, Peter Quill and his fellow Guardians are hired by a powerful alien race, the, so uh, the Sovereign, to protect their precious batteries from invaders. When it's discovered that Rocket has stolen the items uh, they were sent to guard, the Sovereign dispatch their armada to search for vengeance. Uh, this got 8.2 out of 10 on IMDb. Um... I do not have a rot oh, Rotten Tomatoes, 81%. So, pretty good. Mm -hmm. Where did you find your review? I went to the Facebook, of course. <gasps> what a surprise. Um, I got a couple of them. Uh, I got a one that's like a positive one, and one that's uh, a not-so-positive one, I guess. Okay. So, which one do you want first? Uh, the positive one. Sure. Michael Wheaton says, My girlfriend and I saw it yesterday. It has to be one of the best sequels of all freaking time. It was hilarious, sad, suspenseful, action-packed, and engaging, even during the slow moments. It was an emotional roller coaster. There are so many good scenes that it is nearly impossible to just pick one. I give it a 20 out of 10. So, 20 out of 10, that's a good score. That um, is a good score. And then, maybe one of the best names... Uh, ever, Jimothy Jazz Hands Allen. <laughs> oh, that's the best name ever. Love that name. Uh, he says, "Oh, I lost it." He says, "Uh, <laughs> every character has an arc. This is what a movie can be with one screenwriter as opposed to ten screenwriters smashing their ideas together uh, into a horrible blob-like Suicide Squad." Oh, that was another... That was the wrong one. That was a good one, though. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is the bad one. Okay. <laughs> Melvin Shoup I, I says... Like, I was like, what's bad about that? <laughs> I got a couple of them, because there was a lot of activity on their Facebook. So. Okay. But Melvin Shoup says, This movie sucked. Not even close to the first. It wanders so far off that I don't even care where it goes. If you just... Uh, you just want the movie to end... It's a classic cake of uh, case of big money 
in suits, taking a great idea and destroying it completely. Just stick with the comic who wrote it. Don't try to make it cute. I give it 4 out of 10. Very disappointing. Mm. So, Fro, you saw this movie. What did you think of it? Uh, my expectations for this movie was pretty high. Because I, I really liked the first movie. Uh, I think my girlfriend said it best when she said that it was less of the first movie in less funny parts. And I think that's kind of fitting for, for this movie. I'm not saying it's a bad movie. Not at all. But what I was expecting and what I got was kind of two different things. I felt like Sure, yeah. I felt like I, I was a little disappointed with this. I can't like say that this was extremely bad or this was extremely bad because there wasn't any extremely bad things about it. It just felt a little too little or a little like where where the first movie I feel like it has a story to tell. This feels like it's kind of getting us to another story. Where ah, where it's they're setting up for a sequel where the last one right. gave you a good movie and then you could have been happy with it. Right, is that what you're saying right. I felt I felt more like this was setting up what's coming next in 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 uh, in the Marvel. Uh, is it Marvel? Uh, sure. Yeah. Uh, universe. But uh, uh, I, I, I was not disappointed in, in in other than than it just felt. It felt kind of. Uh, it felt it didn't feel boring, but it felt dumb that being there. Uh, kind of thing. It it just felt like it was done before. It didn't feel sure, fresh. Yeah. It didn't feel fresh or new or yeah. Well, it's a sequel, so it's not gonna obviously 100 percent feel that way. But 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 uh, Guardians of the Galaxy was so fun. The first movie was so fun and adventurous and 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 sure. this yeah. just felt 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 a little like. It was stale, not not stale, but it was kind of treading the same waters as, as the first one. Yeah. Instead of trying to find something new and interesting to tell, it felt like it was kind of hashing the the same old thing. But to, saying that, I'm I'm still giving this movie uh, a, a good score, uh, according to what I say. I think I would give this a six and a half, seven. Out of ten, yeah. I mean, that's kind of around where they put it, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, the the ratings, so it's pretty close. Yeah. Seems like a lot of people are agreeing that this is good, but maybe not as good. So. Yeah, it's good. It's good enough. It's it's not it's not like I sat there and I was extremely bored or something, but but it just sure. felt like yeah, eh, done this, been there, done that, kind of. Yeah. So that's it. Uh, yes, what's the next segment we're going to do? Uh, Samurai Jack. Yes, episode eight. Because we did payback way earlier in the show. So 
Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm going to call this episode, Darn it, Luke, why are you always right? Why am I always the most right person of, of the right? Yeah, yes. I don't know. I'm going to call that episode. I was actually that. surprised how far it went in this episode, because I was like, Fro's going to be like, wow, Luke was right. But... <laughs> and I did go, oh, Luke was right. But I wasn't happy about it. I was like, oh, Luke was right again. <laughs> I, this uh, there was part in this episode or the end of this episode doesn't really actually resolve anything, but I guess we'll get into that. Uh, oh. As for like the end, you're like they're still stuck there. Yeah, but we'll get let's get into it. Let's do the rating first. Um, this week it actually got a lower rating. It got a point six one, where it usually gets a point six six for the last like four weeks. It's gotten that, uh, but it got more viewers and a lower rating. Which just possible? means there was more people watching TV at the time, is what it means. Ah, it was still number one in original telecasts on that day, but it got uh, 1.36 million people watching. So a little bit up, like half a million more people watching <laughs> this week. I think that's interesting that uh, people like goes up in the rating, but the rating goes down. That's kind of, that's weird for me. It, well, uh, that's, the, I mean, the rating, when you hear the rating, that's a percentage of the amount of people that are watching TV at oh, the yeah, time. Oh, yeah, yeah, I understand that. Right, but, but... so if there's, yeah, okay, yeah. Uh, for other people that don't understand, that's how the rating works. So if there's more people, there's a chance to get, there. it's easier to get a lower rating because more people could be watching other things. So rating, so... really, is bullshit. Oh, it's complete bullshit because it's also just based off of a survey of a random group of people. So, yeah. But it's still what advertisers in this day and age base things off of uh, how much they're going to pay for advertising. So it is still relevant in the world of TV. So, yeah. Uh, Samurai Jack Episode 8. We got our opening scene right here. Um, our opening credits sequence. And we open up in space. And it's kind of looks <laughs> kind of like the opening of Star Wars a little bit. Yes. Except it's a big square spaceship. <laughs> And the spaceship starts to get hit by meteorites, and the lights kind of flicker and turn off, and you can tell that this ship is obviously in trouble, and it heads for Earth, and it um, goes through the atmosphere, and it lands in this desert, uh, and we cut to this town in this in uh, in the desert, and Ashi and Jack uh, are in this small desert town, uh, like something out of... Uh, what's a, what's a good example of this town? I guess like Moroccan type, uh, village. Yeah, kind of. You know what like I mean, from? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of it uh, and they get me a little of Egypt. Yeah, maybe something like I mean in that general area, but uh, it looks like something you'd see in the movie Aladdin. I guess. Yes. Yes. Um, which I don't think that's really descriptive either in in that in that movie, but they get something, <laughs> they get something to eat, uh, because they're hungry and they're on a journey, obviously. And D Jack eats this little worm thing that they're selling on, in the market. And it turns his head into a fish and there's no mirror. So he doesn't notice that his head is a fish and Ashi doesn't tell him. And he's like, I feel a little sick for some reason. <laughs> She's like, it must've been something you ate. I like that. Uh, his head kind of like turns back into a Jack's head off screen uh, after they say that 
and they get on t- on board this kind of giant camel beast creature, which is actually just kind of like public transportation. It's kind of the bus, it seems like. <laughs> um, and Jockey, Na- jo- sorry, Jack and Ashi, uh, they're the only other people in this thing except for all these green tiger people, these green tigers that are standing upright, and they all have shirts on that have letters on each of their shirts. And um, we get some sexual tension here between Jack and Ashi when they're trying to grab the the pole in like the bus in the bus you have the pole that people hold onto and they kind of grab each other's hands on accident and they're very uh, there's some serious sexual tension and I realize here you got to remember both of these people grew up and never had relationships like from birth you right. know what I mean. Uh, there, I guess in the original series, Jack did have some love interests. Didn't he have really... a wife? I don't remember him having a wife. In the original series, uh, I don't remember it. It may have happened in an episode or something, but I don't remember that. We'll have to go back and look for next week. But uh, Jack is looking around, and he notices that these tigers in these shirts with the letters on them are all of a sudden spelling out... Die Samurai Jack yes. in their with their shirts, and I'm kind of like that's that's a weird way to like signal <laughs> to everybody. Yes. And we get this uh, fight scene between the tigers and Samurai Jack and Ashi, and it but it's also kind of filled with sexual tension because they grab each other's hands and they're doing like the the fighting style where you stand back to back. It's so this, but they have to like grab each other, and you can tell they're feeling very awkward about touching each other. Um, so distant. And Jack and Ashi escape uh, from this kind of giant beast, but they're, now they're kind of stuck in the desert. And they're walking through the desert. They find an oasis in the middle of the desert, and they're kind of falling in love around this oasis in the middle of the desert. And they get some water to drink. And at night, we see a, stand, a sandstorm picks up, and they're still walking through this giant sandstorm. So they have to figure out somewhere to take shelter. And they find the spaceship that we saw at the beginning of the episode. Is this where you thought it was going instantly, from? Yes. Okay, me too. Um, I mean, what Ashi, else could it be? <laughs> I mean, it was kind of obvious. They walk in... Right, I kind of I knew what was happening here, but I just uh, was wondering if you you fall you were following along because uh, I kind of thought maybe they were going to double swerve us a little bit, like what it was we were going to think it was that, and then it turned out to be that some uh, th- that it wasn't that at all. But they end up meeting up with the people who were in the spaceship. That's where kind of where I thought it was going to go. Ah, but okay. They went the easy way, I guess, but um. They get inside this spaceship and it's kind of sideways, and Ashi jumps down, uh, down this kind of crevice, and Jack says, "Ashi, be careful!" And she like does all these flips like a ninja, and looks up at him and like, "What did you say?" And he's like, "Nothing, <laughs> no, nothing, uh, yeah, n- nothing." Uh, and they f- find out that the ship is some kind of prison because they go into this one area and you can tell that these were very confined prison cells. They just have a bed and a toilet and a sink, like, you know, a, to- a prison cell would have. And Ashi gets a bit by the slug that's on the ground. 
and they can see the ven the venom starting to seep into Ashi after Jack cuts the slug off of her, and Jack um sucks the poison out, sucks the venom out, uh saving her life again. He saved her life a lot at this point when you think about it, and. Jack says, I think we should probably leave, because they can hear this creature, like, breathing and growling in the distance. And yeah. so they run, because they it could tell that this thing is after them. It sounded like me when I'm snoring. How would you know what that sounds like? I guess if you recorded it. But... <laughs> Someone I have slept with in my life have recorded me. Oh, okay. I've never had that. I don't know if I snore. Nobody's ever said anything to me about snoring heavily, but I'm sure it happens on occasion. I have really bad allergies, so I imagine because of that, it would have happened in the past. I, I will tell you when we sleep with each other. So where were we? Uh, oh, they hear the creature in the distance and they run. Uh, they run back to where the entrance of the ship was, but all of a sudden it's just a wall. So I couldn't tell if they it got closed by the ship or if um it was they just got lost entrance, kind of yeah what yeah that it was its own entity its entity own like the ship was doing this uh, maybe to get to where they get them to where they end up later in the episode right. it's possible but it it doesn't look like there was ever even a door there so it's possible that they just got lost cuz this is a giant massive ship with all these um bridges that go from one compartment of the ship to another and it's almost like a uh, mc escher when they're running through this uh scene you know what i mean yeah where they're going up one thing and coming down the other way um and they finally find this one area and it's this other prison cell except that it's this big giant globe shaped prison and uh up behind them comes not just one of the slugs, but like hundreds, maybe thousands of these slugs. And they all form into this slug beast um, creature. And we get a slug kind of battle scene of Ashi and Jack trying to fight this slug creature off. But it's it's a creature, but it's also thousands of creatures in one. So that was very interesting. And it's such... It's filmed and done in such a good way that you, the suspense of this scene is really good. Uh, paste. Oh, yeah. And you could tell that Jack and Ashi are definitely, like, on the same level as, fi as far as their fighting skill, because they don't have to... W they're, they're fighting individually, this creature, because this right. creature can split up into, like, multiple pieces, so they're not... They can't really work together, because they get split apart, and they're both holding their own... Uh, just kind of showing that these two are on, like, the same level. You know what I mean? Um... And Jack and Ashi escape from this thing. They don't defeat it. They have to run away because they realize that this thing is just too powerful them for them, obviously. And they find this security door, which is like flashing red lights. And it, it scans them and lets them into this room. And it's clearly like the weapons room of the ship. Because um, there's weapons all over the walls and everything. And Ashi starts playing with these weapons. And Jack finds this weapon that is specifically designed to kill this creature. Uh, but Ashi's playing with the weapons, and as Jack's listening to the instructions on how to use this weapon, uh, Ashi shoots this gun, and Jack doesn't hear the most important instruction of how to turn on the weapon. 
And then he can't get the uh, instructions to replay. So he's like, I don't know how to turn this on. But he's too embarrassed to tell Ashi that he didn't hear hear it. Uh, because obviously Jack is in love. He doesn't want to look like a fool. So he doesn't tell her... Uh, he doesn't tell her that he didn't hear it. Where maybe if it was just a, anybody else, he would have been like, I didn't hear what he said. I, we can't go out there right now. You know what I mean? Right. Is that what you got from? Yeah. It was kind of like and also uh, quite, interesting. Kind of, kind of showing uh, his age. So it's kind of interesting. Is how I think it's just like, the like I said earlier, these two, she grew up in a cave around just women. So she's never been in any kind of relationship, even though she's a grown adult. And he, when he was a boy, all he did was uh, train to fight a coup. And then a coup came when he was very young. He gets sent through time. So he's had very few, uh, I guess, uh, sexual relationships with women in the past. So they're both kind of, as far as like those kind of relationships, they're very infant, infantile. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Which I think is an interesting dynamic because both of them are, again, they're kind of at the same level as far as relationships go and fighting demon slug creatures. So, and I, I think it's this, just pointing this, out how good they are together. Yeah. Yeah. I think this episode, especially show surf skills, I think they've done it in a good way. This, this episode that proves that he's, uh, they, they are more or less the same. Right. But even in the scene where she's jumping down the, the little, uh, the, down the hole, I guess he has to be all careful. And she's just like, nimble and quick so she's better at some things than he is oh yeah definitely he's better at some things than she, but yeah they're they work really well together is what they're trying to point out in the episode um where were we right they're in the they find the security door they find the weapon so they go out but of course jack doesn't know how to get this to work <laughs> uh so the whole time he's kind of behind ashi kind of trying to get this to work but without telling her and uh the slug comes and they do. There's a slug battle scene, and Jack finally has to be like, "I can't get it to work." And so he hands it over to Ashi. She tries to get this weapon to work. Um, and this is the part where she's trying to get the weapon to work, uh, so she's not really paying attention behind her. And some slugs sneak up behind her, and they eat off all of Ashi's clothes. So now Ashi is naked, and she stands out to try to get a hold of Jack, and is like, "I can't get it to work." And Jack look, looks back and she's naked and he goes completely red. Because like we said, he doesn't have any experience with women really. But Ashi's so been stuck in this uh, cave her whole life. So she doesn't even understand that being naked is like bad in like normal society. She just thinks, uh, this is, I'm just, you know what I mean? She doesn't have any concept of uh, that kind of being uh, immoral. Does that make sense, bro? Yeah. So to her, being naked is just like, whatever. It's not a big deal. Yeah. But to him, he's like, oh my gosh. So he tries to get... Um... I like this, Sam. I really do. Right. He gets really embarrassed. So they're fighting. And in the middle of them fighting, Jack is trying to cover her up with his robe, which is very funny. And uh, very cute. But like I said... So cute. But like I said, Ashi does not seem bothered about being naked at all. She's just like... That, that kind of moral code is not in her brain she's never been taught that by her mother and all the people that trained her to be this insanely good ninja so uh and she's hot 
She's so hot. Sure. Little thing. Uh, uh, they draw her very, uh, I mean, the thing, they didn't really point it out as far as, like, uh, how, uh, how detailed they made her, uh, in that way until she got rid of the black suit. Right. So she, uh, they changed her hair, they changed all these things to make her look more feminine. And I, her, it seems like her voice definitely changed as well. It's less, uh evil sounding she's got a different voice so um pro like so the slugs kind of surround them at this point and turn into all these slug creatures and they take over the two and just as they're being like taken over and eaten by all these slugs jack is able to get this weapon to turn on and they're screaming to each other in pain as they're being swallowed up by these thousands of slug creatures and the weapon finally works and kills off all the slugs and they're barely escape they barely escape basically a gruesome gruesome death of being eaten by like giant leeches kind of and Jack and Ashi look at each other after surviving almost dying and they kiss each other and uh everybody loves somebody sometimes by Dean Martin starts to play Aww. over the top of them kissing and we go to credits. Oh so cute. Did you did you realize that this might have been a kind of a troll? Their this last the the song? Everybody loves somebody sometimes. No. Remember the article we talked about last week with um they were all mad about Skarmouche and they thought that it was a gay stereotype. Oh, yes. And we were pointing out that it's just, they're just ripping off the voice of Sammy Davis Jr. Yes. Sammy Davis Jr., Dean Martin, both in the Rat Pack. Yep. So it's kind of, I think they were kind of trolling the people who did that article saying, you don't even know who the Rat Pack are, do you, idiot? You know what I mean? Right. Because it did seem very out of place, like the song. Because you don't ever hear any other music like that in the show. So, I thought it was... It might have been a little bit of a troll. Maybe. But I like this episode. I would rate this 9.5 out of 10. I thought it was a 10 out of 10. This one went by really fast. As so far fast. as, like, it felt like... Felt like a more original style Samurai Jack to me. Oh, so. definitely. And I like... I, 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 I have to take it one one half point down because you're right that's the only reason or it would <laughs> right okay or it would get the 10 out of 10 but i can't give if it... i didn't if i wasn't so incredibly right yes like weeks ago yes yeah mm -hmm. i really saw that coming and the funniest part is when you asked me um what i think's coming up i totally just came up with that off the top of my head i didn't <laughs> i didn't really think about it beforehand i just kind of came up with it so yeah. it's a lucky guess no, it wasn't. You are. I mean, it was a bit informed, but yes, it was. It was kind of lucky. Looper we'll Thomas. see. We still. I'm still. To be totally right, I need the dog to come back yep. and maybe a white picket fence. So. In, in, well, I I think you're right already. To be honest. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Between you and me, you're right. <laughs> oh, thank you for that recap, Luke. Uh, that was really good. Uh, Next week? No, plugs. Do you have anything you want to plug? Uh, just westcoastwrestlingconnection.com. Go check out the TV show. Yep. Yep. Uh, if you want a free book and a 30-day trial at Audible, 
that's one of the things that we on another digital citizen want to give you it's free trial and you get the free book if you cancel it after 30 days you get to keep the book and we also get some money from audible it's the only reason why we we mention it every single week uh, nobody has used it yet but we're going to continue saying it every single week to somebody does it because we need to pay some bills we're not talking about a lot of about money but i do pay bills to host the show once a week no, no once a week once a month i do pay uh, soundcloud to 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 be able to host our show so if you want to help us in any way you can go to audibletrial.com slash another digital citizen or as luke says it audibletrial.com forward slash another digital citizen yeah uh next week we will talk news of the week uh we will do backlash predictions we will do another digital review of Snatched. Isn't that an old movie? Mm, you're thinking of Snatch by Guy Ritchie. Yeah, I, I am thinking of Snatch by Guy Ritchie. So what's Snatched mm, no. then? Uh, I is think it, it's got like Amy Schumer in it. Is it the sequel? <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's got Amy Schumer in it, and I don't remember who else. Uh, oh, I got it right here. Okay. Wanda Sykes, Amy Schumer, Goldie Hawn. Ooh. Uh, yeah. Guess who's not watching that for next week? Uh, <laughs> me. Uh, we will do uh, the first round of Google Feud. And we will do Samurai Jack Season 5, Episode 9. Oh. Penultimate so... episode. Oh. So, yeah. oh. We, we have still not decided what we're going to do uh, for our next show. We think maybe we don't know what we're going to do. But you don't really, we don't really, really, really know. So we, if you have right. any... It's up in the air. We, we may take a little break. Uh, but if anybody mm-hmm. has any ideas of any good shows coming up, the problem is there aren't a lot of new shows happening in the next month. So... We may have to wait a little bit, but we'll see what happens. We'll find stuff to fill uh, to make a show and get it out. Definitely. Uh, I want to uh, spe- say a special uh, thank you to to Jeremy, and I'm not kidding. Jeremy, that email is one of the most funny things I have ever heard in my entire life. You <laughs> should start as a comedian. I, I freaking love you. I thank you so much for supporting us. By by writing in emails, I I really do think you're our number one fan, and I I love you to death for that. So thank you, Jeremy, especially. I want to say that because I really mean that, and I'm not trying to to be extra nice because Jeremy is Jeremy. But yep, Jeremy's a cool. Another dude. digital citizen at gmail dot com. Another digital citizen at gmail dot com. Anybody else can write in. So yeah, and if you are that funny. I promise you, you will be read. And if you're boring, guess what? We will read your mail anyway. Yep. So, from United States of America and United States of Norway, this has been another digital citizen. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, citizen.